You're listening to the Bluegrass EDU podcast, and this is episode six, Getting to Know You. My name is Daniel Bemis. And I'm Allison Bemis. Together, together we stand, stand together, together we grow. We grow. August now school is is coming around right like mid August mid mid August this is not, we're not even getting August like yeah we're we're, we're, we're beyond the halfway point yeah and so here here in our district uh, school starts next Monday yeah some and, schools started yeah today. and some schools yeah have started today some schools are virtual yeah yeah some are virtual some are meeting in person mm-hmm. but uh, with this episode we are going to talk about. And we're going to share some uh, getting to know you activities that, yeah. that you can do with your students. And, and specifically, these are things definitely you could do face-to-face if you're meeting face-to-face or on a hybrid schedule, meaning that you see your kids two days a week. Um, but it could also be done virtually. And we're also going to talk about if your teacher doesn't, if your child's teacher, if you're a parent listening to this or a caregiver listening to this, if your child's teacher does not assign something like this, some things that you could do at home because it's also going to be important for families, I think. Yeah. So let's jump right in. Yep. All right. So our first segment, we're going to uh, share some pre-K ideas for getting to know you. Yeah, pre-K and elementary. Yeah. So we're going to start with the younger kids, and then Daniel in the next segment we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll share. Yeah, we'll work our way up. Yeah, we'll share some things for the older, and some overlap. Yeah. Um. So one thing that I absolutely love is the me bag. And basically, you might think, well, I've already done that before. Because that's really the trick to virtual learning is, of course, some things you will have to do totally new. But those things that you know are best practice and good to do when you're face-to-face, there's a good chance they're what you should be doing when you're not face-to-face also. So me bag. I love this. Um, If you have block students or you have um, student teachers, this is a great idea for them. You just have the kids go around their home, collect three artifacts, or you can make up the number five, two, whatever. They put it in a little bag, and then they introduce themselves using the ideas in that bag. Kids love that. It's almost like a show and tell. So that's one of my favorites. Um, The next one that I love 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 and I kind of took this idea for something I did when I was a kid merged with I think I did it when I was in kindergarten or first grade merged with something our younger son Jonah did this is called the recipe for me and I should say for each of these on the blog if you look I have a powerpoint slides or Daniel has powerpoint slides depending on whose set you're looking at for each one of these so they're ready for you they're already like designed and ready for you just to take so recipe for me, it goes in sequential order. So they draw a picture of themselves. So that's what the photo, like Pioneer Woman, that's what it should look like when they finish. And then it says first, then you mix in, pour in a little, sprinkle on some, and finally. So basically they're saying, uh, you know, first you add in a little kindness, sprinkle in some time on my Nintendo DS. You know, they're just mm-hmm. just kind of a clever way to do that. I like this one because you're sinking, you're sneaking in some of those um, ordinal words there too, first, second, third, and sequencing of events. The next idea is the story of me. And this would be great if you've got kids that love comic books or you've got kids that love writing. Um, they tell you they title their story, so like the story of their life. 
Uh, they list special characters in their life. They tell you about their favorite setting or their favorite place to be. And they tell you about their favorite adventure. Um, and they draw a picture of themselves as the main character. Sort of a spin-off on that idea for kids that love comic books um, or superheroes is you pretend like that they're a superhero. It has like a comic book theme of what they'd fill out, one problem I'd like to solve, um, one place I'd like to build my super layer, just superhero uh, themed questions for them to answer and reflect on. I love this one. If you're a math teacher, um, I've done this with kids if we were semi-departmentalized and I was the STEAM teacher. Um, this is Operation Me. You can adapt this and do all the way through with older children or very young children. The kids use math problems or numbers. If you're working with, with really young children, they can just use a number. But if you're working with um, a little bit older children, they can do a math problem. And they list the problem and tell you the clue. So if I were Jonah, Jonah's uh, nine years old, he could say, um, you know, five plus four. And the clue is, how old am I? Or the question mm -hmm. is, almost like a Jeopardy game. Or he could say, um, if he if he were younger, he could say two. Um, if he wrote that down, and he could say um, the number of pets that I have. Uh, so it, it it doesn't matter how that you choose to use number, but it's a cool way to use numbers to introduce yourself. Um, I know I've said this before, everyone, but this one really is one of my very favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, pick one. <laughs> Which one is um, your very favorite? Yes. Uh, <laughs> clearly, every single one is my very favorite. I've done all of these before in some way. This one I learned from Dr. Julia Roberts or Dr. Tracy Henman or Dr. Mary Evans. I can't remember which one of the three it was, but it was definitely at the Center for Gifted Studies. And you read aloud the kids um, to the kids the book, Miss Spritzer's Garden. I've linked that in the blog post for you to see. And the gardener in that book is actually a teacher, and she sprinkles the seeds out, and the seeds are all different, and they all grow into different flowers. They all need different amounts of sunlight and different amounts of water. And the kids in this one, what you're getting to is differentiation and personalization. So everybody's product may look a little different. Um, everybody's assignment may look a little bit different depending on your needs. And so I love it because it gets to personalized instruction. They draw a picture of themselves with a flower and they write all the things that they need to grow around it. That was, and that was always one of my very favorite things to do. Um, me map, pretty general. They write their name on there. It's kind of like a mind map. And then they just tell you three things about themselves. That one's pretty straightforward. Uh, you're a star is a ranking sheet. Like, um, you know how you go to the doctor, they say on a scale of one to 10, how bad's the pain? <laughs> That's not what we're doing. That was probably a really bad example. It was just the first rating scale that came in my mind. Yeah. That was a horrible example. I think this is good. good. <laughs> um, but I took the numbers off of it and I used emojis and it's sad face, straight face, happy face with star eyes. And they just check where they are. I like to learn by talking with my friends. I love to read um, and watch videos to learn new things. It just has a lot of different descriptors on there. And then on that same note of ranking or checking off, I just did this or that. Those blow up on social media with adults all the time. Yeah. So the first example has a bright yellow sun, and then next to it is thunderstorm. So they would choose this or that, uh, books or computers, popcorn or candy, um, a unicorn or a superhero, uh, just a generic, you know, basic this or that. And then um, another one is just a list of my favorite things. And this is typically what you do. You have kids go around and list 
favorite things that they might have. And um, I like to then take this and do a scavenger hunt with it and let them find someone that's like them. And I'm going to tell you about how we're going to turn all these virtual in a second. But right now, I'm just going over the, the general ideas. And that's the last one. Okay, so you may think, well, all of those sound like exactly what I do face to face. That's okay, because like we talked about before, what you do face-to-face, -face, you can do virtually. Um, so, for example, on that last one, my favorite thing, if I were going to do a scavenger hunt, I might uh, go on to Flipgrid and have kids share their answers on Flipgrid, okay? So, I would record mine and the intro video and tell them what to do. Then Elijah and Jonah and Caroline and Caleb, they would all go put theirs, and my class will go put theirs. Um, they'll record their videos. And the kids will still do a scavenger hunt. It's just a digital scavenger hunt. So they're watching different peoples. And I'm going to watch. And if Daniel says that his favorite number is also any even number or two, then I can say, oh, I match with Daniel. And I can leave that as a video comment back to him. So you can still do that activity. You just might be using Flipgrid to do it. Um, and we'll talk about more about platforms in a minute that you can use to do these. The other thing I want to say about these is I've also put blank copies of these templates in here for you, and I've also recorded a um, YouTube video to kind of give you even a little bit more information about each of these. Last cool thing I promise that I want to share that I forgot to say, I think, is for the recipe of me. I told you what I did when I was a kid. I wrote a recipe of me. We had to do that when I was kindergarten or first grade, but what my younger son did is he had to... Um, we had to send in at the beginning of the year with a supply list, a muffin mix that required only adding water. Um, like I think like a cup or a half a cup of water or something. And we made muffins together. So something really cool to do is have families bake muffins together. And so the kids can practice reading the recipe together and then they create their own recipe for themselves. So I remember that. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think we made it with corduroy. It came home with the class pet, yeah. didn't it? Uh -huh. I think so. Yeah. Um, or no, corduroy was, corduroy was Elijah, was Elijah with Miss McCrary. Joe. I can't remember what Joe's was. Um, they all start to run together, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, that's sort of a, a cool little idea to do with that. So uh, in the last segment, we'll talk a little bit more about what platforms we use for these and how we'd adapt them. But um, next, Daniel's going to tell you about his. So my favorite uh, getting to know you activity, I found this on Edutopia. I've been doing uh, teaching U.S. history for a couple of years, and I saw this on Twitter and it was uh, from someone, um, their name was uh, Aaron Ott, okay? And they were sharing uh, the Take Care of Me list. And so how I introduced this, uh, I had the kids think of, like, think of the time, like the best class you were in, okay? Think of some of the good qualities with that teacher. And I want you to write a list, a Take Care of Me list. What are some things that I can do to make this the best classroom in the world? All right. Do you want and, me to do that right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, right now. Um, and so, um, so, but before I, I can I make you a take care of me list as your wife? <laughs> we could do, we could start doing that. Yes. Yeah, you could. Coffee every morning, check. Okay. What else is on, what else is on the list? Oh gosh, uh, extra coffee. Extra coffee. Yes. Two cups of coffee a day. Two okay, got it. Two cups of coffee. Um, when my thumb is broken, paint my toenails. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have to process it. But I love this idea, really, of the take care of me list. Because look, even if I want, even if I want to do it now, yeah. that just tells you it's good for kids. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, I got you hooked, right? You did. I'm hooked. Uh, and so, so I set it up for them. Okay. And then I share the, like my own take care of me list. Oh, you're going to make one now. For, so, so like I, like I made one for my kids. Um, so it's like, you know, be sure to bring, um, your supplies, mm-hmm. uh, be sure when you enter the classroom to be, be ready to roll, um, be sure to, to take risk. Uh, oh, you know, I tell them that, you know, there's gonna be some things that you don't want to do in this classroom, like get on flip grid or, you know, present in front of class, but I want you to take risk. Um, and so I share mine with them and then I have them, um, uh, write their response. Um, and so you get, you do get some of the, uh, the way you can take care of me is never give me homework <laughs> or, <laughs> or, uh, but you do see like, or give me candy. Uh, but you really see some really interesting stuff. Um, but you would never not do it because yeah. somebody may not take it seriously. Cause you're going to yeah. have 90 something percent, right. Yeah. Of the kids. Take yeah. It you might, you might see, I, I mean, they, they, they a lot like they yeah like what you said they take it really seriously. Any kid that says don't give me homework or I want candy, you still learn something. About oh that yeah, kid. oh yeah, you do. I mean, yeah, yeah, this yeah, and um, you I mean you get like you get like you get to really learn like um, like some kids are like I learn better when um, you show like like you show a video so like I'm a visual learner. Yeah. Uh, I like, I like this part. Like some kids, like I like it when teachers play uh, like like parody songs. Yeah. Um, and so in my U.S. history class, I play lots of um, you know for those that are uh, U.S. history teachers, like Mr. Betts. So he'll like uh, he'll have like a song like he he'll be teaching about Jamestown, and it's uh, a parody to uh, "Shut Up and Dance." And so, <laughs> so so like you have like a little bit of the class like growing like. Uh, why are we doing this? I'm like, hey, you, I'm, I have some students that were on their take care of me list that they love so it you refer back when to I play it. music. So yeah, I'm constantly referring yeah, to it. Uh, you get, you learn a lot about their families too. Uh, I had one student, you know, tell me that, um, that they were still mourning the loss of like their little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, yeah. you know, that's pretty sad. Um, but what you do is. And you need to know those things. Yeah. Then, because then you know, well, what you've done then is you've started to build community, yeah. which we're going to talk about in the next segment. But when they share something like that with you, it, uh, that's just good for a million reasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you get some, you know, some really, really. I know you guys know. Really stuff. Really good. You know, getting into their family and knowing everything about them. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't get to. Do, I didn't get to do it this year. But due to the uh, whole pandemic, so when I had kids to do on paper, I was supposed to give them back to them on the last day of oh, school yeah. and write my comments and uh, my, my just like mail it to them or send it yeah. to high school. I remember you reading the big stack of them last year. Yeah. And so you want, you want to uh, write, you know, write your response or if they're doing it on Google Docs, you can, uh, you know, comment in their, in their uh, list. And that would be an example of one that you wouldn't want to do on Flipgrid. Yeah, I was getting ready to mention that. That's something that I wouldn't. Yeah, because if you did that on Flipgrid, you probably wouldn't get as honest. Yeah. That's going to be a little more personal. Oh, yeah. Um, and so that would be something that Google uh, Docs might be better. Yeah, that'd be good, better. Um, also had, uh, I kind of stole it from you. Was That's the, okay. The me, the me bag. You scouted I, it. I scouted it. I don't call that stealing. We call it scouting. Scouting. That's where together we stand. 
together. We we grow. We grow. That's yeah, right. So yeah. I scouted the me bag. I was like, that's pretty cool. I, I we're gonna do that. So yeah, just like what all you talked about with the me yeah. bag, I did that. Um, and so I teach middle school, so a lot of my like a lot of my students they they love Instagram. And um, a couple of years ago, I made uh, an Instagram template for uh, we were doing President's Day. It was one of those days where um, we it was it was a snow, we had a snow day, and they always take away President's Day, and so you got to go you got to go in. And so I thought this is a great President's Day activity. So what I did, I did. Uh, Remember when we used to think a snow day was nice? Yeah. And then now it's like, man, I just want things to be normal yeah. and not be out of school, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just like, no. Um, and so what I did, I used a picture chart and I created like an Instagram template for uh, presidents so that like they would type the bio and they would have like a pro, like an Instagram profile picture. And then they would have uh, six events during that president's uh, administration. And so, but you've adapted it now. But I've adapted it. I've adapted to a getting to know you activity. So yeah, long long story short. Um, and so on this, they type their bio, they have their uh, profile picture, and then they have uh, like I have like six uh, you know questions like favorite food or favorite movie or TV show, and so then they post those pictures in there. I like your organizer. Thanks, thanks. So I'll use Canva. Uh, something else that I use with social media is Twitter where they have to uh, describe describe yourself in 180 characters. And that means, you know, letters. Letters, like, yeah. Not like book characters. <laughs> like cartoon characters. Yeah. I'm a little bit Elizabeth Bennett, a <laughs> little bit Harry Potter. <laughs> so that was something that I thought of because kids, these middle schoolers, they love their middle school and high school. They love social media. Yep. Um, and then I, I scouted this. since I, <laughs> That's, that's the, the key word there. Uh, I, I'm into superheroes, so I kind of scouted uh, Allison's superhero uh, getting know you activity where they have to uh, have their superhero name, uh, a place for their secret lair, what's the tool that they, uh, a like gadget or whatever, belt. Utility, whatever, yeah. bat, you know, like Batman. Uh, so those are some of the five that uh, I created. The four, um, you know, the 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 Instagram, the Twitter, the Twitter, the super the superhero powers and then the uh me bag those are great for flipgrid yeah just like what you, what you mentioned we think for the most part flipgrid is, is a good way to go for these um yeah but let's talk more about that okay so for these that we've mentioned with the exception of the um take care of me list. take care of yeah. me list um we think that Flipgrid is probably your best way to go. If you've not used Flipgrid before um, and you want us to talk more about that, just feel free to let us know. But Flipgrid, basically, you have an intro video that you can put in the beginning where you kind of explain the assignment. Then kids record their own videos. Um, they can attach documents or websites mm -hmm. to it now if, if you want them to. They could take a picture of their organizer if you send it out to them um, digitally. Or they could just attach the link to their their slide yeah. right yeah um that they were doing but i like it because they can record short videos like you said how long you want it to be anywhere from one to five minutes i think yeah um and they can watch them in short burst now could you do these in google meet and could you do these on a zoom meeting absolutely you could except you've been in zoom meetings before if you have 
you know, tw- let's just say 25 kids in your class, and you might have a lot more than that. Like, you have 90-something yeah, kids. Yeah, I'll have um, kids. Can you imagine sitting on a Zoom meeting to listen to 25 to 90 introductions? It just wouldn't. This just doesn't work. Whether yeah, you're a child you're... of any age or an adult, I think we can all agree that's not going to be best practice. Yeah. Um, now, you probably would say, well, I would never let all 25 share at one time in my classroom. So can you sprinkle them throughout, like for a month? Yeah, you certainly could do that. Um, but I do think there's benefit in these to getting their answers and seeing them right away. And Flipgrid allows you to do that because you can go ahead and watch everybody's in your class. Yeah. Um, another one that you could use is Padlet. Yeah, I was about to mention that. Padlet kind of does the same thing. We yeah. set it up as a wall. Yeah. So if you've not used Padlet before or if you just don't, if Flipgrid, you're thinking that's, you know, that's not really my jam. I'm not going to use that. Check out Padlet. Um, It would work because they could attach pictures, they could attach videos, and they could actually write a little journal entry on there too. Yeah, they can do that. Um, Yeah, it's kind of like a wall and like post-it notes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about why would you not have them just turn it into you, except for the take care of me list. Um, That one you probably would just have them turn into you. But most of these, why would we not have them just turn them in? Because the whole purpose of these is to build what? Community. Community, right? He looked yeah. at me like like there was an answer there that he might get wrong. <laughs> no, but it's 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 to build a community. And because I think sometimes we jump into NTR virtual teaching and we don't really think about, hey, they're still just kids and we're still just their teachers and they need to feel connected to each other. Um we, they, everybody's saying right now, oh, well, it's social emotional. They got to be back together. And I understand research does talk about the importance of school, but we have no research that shows what happens to kids in a social emotional environment where they're in and out and in and out, not knowing when they'll be in. And also when their teachers are wearing masks and they're being asked to stay away from other children. We have no research on that. Yeah, it's never happened. But what we do know is whether your kids are face to face or whether they're at home, we are living in a pandemic. And they're going to have higher social emotional needs right now. Their families are going to have higher social emotional needs right now. So building this community to help them feel connected to each other during a time when we're trying to keep everybody apart. So like connected, but apart um, is imperative. Uh, This is as important as anything else that you're going to teach. Mm -hmm. If these ideas aren't what's for you, then you come up with what is is working for you or what you think will work for you. And you do that instead. It doesn't have to be one of these ideas. Um, But we want to just put them out there. Some things we've done before that worked well for us and um, share them with you. So Google Docs, share it on Google Slides, share it on Google Docs, Google Meet, Google Zoom, not Google Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) I just made up a company. (laughs) Lots of copyright infringement there. (laughs) Um, Google's not going to be very happy. They're not. Sorry, Google. Sorry, Zoom. But um, Flipgrid, Padlet, if you've got some other favorite tool that you love, use that. But think of some way for them to share and reply to each other because I think that that's important. So here is the last idea. It was probably the very most important thing. Uh, it's like, why are we doing this? Why should the teachers Here's do the this? Here's the why. Here's the why. Teachers and parents. Teachers so you've parents. really been listening to this as a parent thinking, none of this applies to me. It does. So we're going to start, though, with teacher. With teachers. So you wh- share that. So why is it important that you do this? Like, why is it? Why was it important for... Uh, me to do the take care of me list or to like to show off my that I do my me bag too. Yeah, that I do my me bag too is to build connections with students. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned this 
um, I, today I email, emailed all like the parents and students today about virtual academy. Like, Hey, this is, you know, Mr. Bemis, if you need any, anything, just feel free to email me here. And here's my virtual classroom website that you can go check, check out and see. And I had to, like a parent, uh, ask a question, but then she also commented, my son is so excited to, to, to meet you because he clicked play on your like introduction video. And you said that, that you, you know, you're a history teacher and that you love playing video games and music. And my son, he loves playing video games and he loves history. So, so I'm putting myself out there making a connection. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 You didn't tell me that. I didn't, I, I just, that's I think really we're busy. Cool. Yeah. I have to say, let me just pause for a minute and tell you that one time when Elijah our 14 year old was a baby, <laughs> Daniel came home. I said, Daniel, how was your work day? It was fine. My uncle, who also worked with Daniel, called me an hour later to say, did Daniel tell you about the fire he put out at work? Didn't mention it, yeah. And I said, oh, well, who was upset? And he's like, no, Allison, literally. Daniel put out a fire at work today. And Daniel, <laughs> he literally put out a, this, he was not at school. He was working at, at, at yeah, well. I didn't know if we were allowed to say it. Oh, I, at, at a grocery store. At a grocery store. At the time. Uh, and he, it was a little fire. Yeah, it's a little bitty. It was, it was like an outlet fire. But, I mean, what would, if I had put out a fire at work, I would have never even made it home before I told you. No, no. <laughs> I would have been exclaiming it from the rooftop. Yeah, yeah, you would have called me. I would have probably come home in full firefighter gear. Yeah. <laughs> Dramatic play. Um, so, so anyway, that was just another one of those moments. I had no idea that yeah, my parent yeah. had told you that today. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, yeah. I'm so proud of you well, for I think sharing we were, it. It was getting our haircuts and stuff. I kind of. You, oh, I cut their hair. Yeah, today. you cut. You, she cut our hairs today, so you're yeah. doing that. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's so yeah, I got example. to make a connection. So yeah, I would always, uh, you know, I would create one, share it with the class, it's just for them to make a connection to you. Yeah, whatever you, you, whatever you have them do, make sure you do it. And that's the beauty of a Flipgrid or a Padlet yeah. or something like that is you can record that and let them see it kind of as a model too. That'll also help parents because they'll know exactly what you expect them to do if you have modeled it for them. As yeah. a parent, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, if you're listening to this and you are mom, dad, grandparent, aunt, uncle, caregiver of any, any kind for a child that's doing virtual learning and you find that your teacher doesn't give an assignment. Okay, for one, if your teacher does give an assignment like this, this is for you to be a part of it too because you're an important part of their learning this year. Um, it really is a team. And two, if your teacher does not give an assignment like this, we're not saying to go suggest that they do, um, but I think you can even do it without the teacher. So yeah. like, if, if I see that my Actually, if I if I definitely see either one, either my high school or our high schooler or our third grader, if their teacher does not assign this, Daniel and I will pick one of these and do it with them. Um, maybe it may be different. Maybe the take care of me list for our older child, and maybe the um, me bag for our younger child. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can you can change it to be the needs of your kids, and you might even do them multiple times through the year if you're the parent because. You know your child better than anyone else, but unless you've been their teacher before, you may not know them as a learner, and that can be what makes uh, NTI or virtual um, things, virtual teaching, so frustrating. Yeah. So if you did a take care of me list, and they told you what they needed, right? So like, I need more time. 
uh, and or I need to not be timed. If I'm working on math, don't set a timer for me. Um, if, if they are whatever that they tell you, you know, then you're going to learn about them and, and you do the take care of me list or you do the meat bag for them too. Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't know you as a teacher, probably. Uh, like Daniel and I are educators, but our kids have not learned with us before NTI. And we basically plan to kind of start fresh this fall. Like last year, that was emergency. We were going, we've, we've done other podcasts that share you everything we went through personally during NTI, but that was a really tough time yeah. uh, for us, especially in the beginning. So we plan to kind of start Clean Slate Club. <laughs> yeah, blank space. Uh, blank space. Yes, blank that's space. right. Like a Taylor Swift song. Well, yeah, so, there we go. Um, anyway. Blank so, slate. Blank slate. Yeah. So did I say clean plate? This is a clean slate. Clean slate. Okay. Did you um, say clean? I don't. If I said clean, <laughs> it's it's it, we're we're recording this. It's normally our supper time. It is. So it's it, that might have been a Freudian slip there that I am ready for dinner. Um, it's actually late for supper. We're five o'clock eaters on yeah. the dot. Um, but anyway, that's not what this podcast is for. If you are a family member, do these things with your kids too, or do something similar because you want to get to know them as little learners or big learners, and they need to get to know you as, as the teacher too. Um, they need to know what's important to you. So. All right. So that's it for episode six. Thank you all for listening. Um, we want to wish everyone out there good luck. Whatever good start, however you're starting. Yeah, however you're starting. If you're doing it virtually, or if you're attending in person, or both, or both, or uh, just or homeschool, or homeschool. However, however you find yourself here. Yeah. So good luck. Thank you all so much. Take care. And and regardless of how you feel, remember just tell your kids. Yeah. I can't wait to to learn and grow with you. Even like we said last time, even if inside you might not feel that way, make sure they just hear you say. Can't wait to learn and grow with you. It's perfect. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.